number three. We have some history. We do. It is now we have some understanding of some things and stuff, and he's uh, moving through the story and the paces a bit. So let me just say, you've been reading, right? Yes. Okay, and you've read through issue 12? I am almost there. Okay, and so you liked it, obviously, because you kept reading. I kept reading. Or you had a morbid curiosity because it was so terrible that you just kept reading. I kept reading. Because <laughs> I know you, right? Like, like you, you have this... Uh, you have this sort of morbid curiosity, right? Like of thinking, like, could it be possibly be this bad? I I find it funny that you even just started the podcast with this, because <laughs> we right. this was not even a conversation we had we had over dinner this week. <laughs> like that wasn't even a we didn't even broach the topic. Yeah, of how bad it is, or <laughs> that you keep reading something in the hopes that we get better oh my god i uh i uh, i almost i almost called you out on this and was like why did you subject me to s- such a book if you knew like well i knew but I, the, the I, question is like you know the question is did you know i didn't did i know that you know but I know? but now i have to read the whole thing all the way through to just yeah you know, i mean it's a it's oh I'm just wait to get to the reveal I, I I don't know if you are you to the reveal already at issue twelve. No, I'm not. I'm I'm on. You I'm on issue nine. I'm not yes, issue I, nine right now. Uh, that's the best. Yeah. So well, speaking of things that were canceled, <laughs> do you know Multiplex's first appear? Uh, by the way, yes, uh, we're jumping right in. We're at a beautiful cover. We've yeah. got ACO is back. Um, so we've got the cool art again. ACO is uh, back. We got this weird sort of. Uh, I don't know if this is the ACO on the cover, actually. I, I don't know. It just looks really cool. Bottom. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. So I'm going to back off on that. Let me find out who the actual cover artist is. But um, yeah, so we've got a pretty cool cover. It's got a lot of line art, and it's it's gritty. You know, I kind of oh, like it. Very. Um, it's very, very 90s in the 20-teens here. Yeah. For a 2015 cover. Uh, and then we flip the page. The alt cover is really interesting. Oh yeah, that like it's like, whoa. It that kind one of is like a... a shadow boxing all the multiplexes, right? Yeah, and that one is a very 2015 cover. Yeah, I, I actually really like that cover though. Yeah, it's a very it's a very modern cover. I well, I do I appreciate both covers for what they are. I, I find them both unique interesting and i like them and that's what just kept me jumping into this book well let's jump right in so i i did want to say though Mm. you know i'll talk through the history here while we talk through the fight with multiplex so Mm -hmm. we're in oakland is that where we left off i thought we left off in somewhere else uh no we left off in oakland uh we i thought it was a boston subway but it was it was going back and forth because we're like I, I. It was it was yeah he it said it said Boston. But okay. why would they extra? And you ask you asked the question why would they extradite her to from Oakland to Boston? 
Well, there is a lot of movement from Boston to Oakland to Boston to Oakland and back and forth. Like, yes, it, it does get a little bit confusing. Yes, yes. And now we're well, I mean, he can he can he can move through doors and stuff like that. And like this this week or this month, the West Coast Avengers appearing in Boston. Whoa, the band. That's I mean, awesome. Avengers West Coast. Because that's the one you read. Yes, I read the West Coast Avengers. You read Avengers West Coast. Yes. Yes. There's a little <laughs> name change in there, just to clarify. Yes. Um, I think I was done reading before it became Avengers West Coast. But anyway, because you've got another character in there. You know, you've got the the best Captain America. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we are in <laughs> Oakland. Uh, there are a lot of multiplexes, and uh, he's totally like multiplex has a complex yeah oh yeah he's the man <clears throat> with a million clones he doesn't even know who he is he does he's all he's all upset with that you want to guess why he doesn't know who he is why well because multiplex yeah. was part of the dc implosion no remember the dc implosion oh In man 1978 oh no From like 20 podcasts ago yeah it's back <clears throat> When when everything kind of like shifted and they lost all their stuff because of a, a snowstorm, uh, yes, because of a snowstorm, and they canceled All Star Comics, Aquaman, Army at War, Battle Classics, Black Lightning, Challengers of the Unknown, Claw, The Unconquered, DC Special, DC Superstars, Doorway to Nightmares, Dynamic Classes, Firestorm, House of Secrets, Isis, Commandy, Metal Men, Miracle Men, New Gods, Our Fighting Forces, Secret Society of Supervillains, Shade the Changing Man, Showcase, Star Hunters, Steal the Indestructible Man, Super Team Family, Teen Titans, Welcome Back, Cotter. And the Witching Hour, and which of those comics was Multiplex from? Go. All of them. I guess technically he could have been from all of them since he can clone himself a billion times. But which comic? Come on, give it a guess. All those ones I just read. All of the ones that you just read. Yeah. Of all Welcome the ones back, I just Cotter. Read, of course. He, he was definitely from. Well, he was the villain <laughs> in Welcome Back, Cotter. Yes. <laughs> you were a hundred percent right. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I mean, because the. I'm guessing it was probably a superhero book. Uh, I'm thinking it. Uh, pff, boy, oh boy. One of the ones you named off. Uh, there you go. Could it have been? Could could it have come out of the New Gods? Uh, no. Oh, okay. but it does have it. He does have a New Gods esque costume now. So yeah. I'm gonna give you bonus points on that but that was actually a redo of the costume later oh okay. uh, he actually was a firestorm villain oh first in firestorm number two interesting which makes sense because the multiple person could pull the two fire yeah ah, oh i was like there's no way part of commandy there's no way uh <laughs> house of mysteries there's no okay. i mean you could have gone for showcase since showcase always was like a new oh yeah possibly could have been Secret Society of Supervillains. That's true, too. But that's all wrong. Well, we turned the page, and we're at a dance party. Dance and, party! Oh, yeah, because uh, it's his birthday. And uh, everybody's there. Jason's on the dance floor, having it up. Yeah. In some uh, fa in a fantabulous pink shirt and weird off-color plaid shorts. Yeah. And, and uh, loafers. Yeah, and Midnighter's enjoying the scenery. Yeah. That's really all we need for that page. Right. <laughs> we flip the page and uh his friend Tony is there, right? Uh Tony. Tony the wingman. Tony, Tony from the Boston. Wing. 
Yeah, Tony from yeah. Boston. So because we are back in Boston, so it's hours earlier in yeah. Boston. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, back in Boston. So we're at a, a gay nightclub in Boston. Awesome. Okay. And oh, it's Matt. His name. What? I'm so Matt. Confused. He's wearing a fire shirt. Look at that shirt. That's like so '90s. Well, anyway, Midnighters. Uh, current significant <laughs> others on the floor, and we've got a fire shirt. It's outstanding. Yeah, I mean, Tony kind of looks like like every uh, terrible skater uh, yeah. superhero that they tried to create in the 90s, except he looks like he's aged since the 90s. He he looks like Fred Durst. He does kind of look like Fred Durst. I was thinking of like maybe the infamous Bloodlines hero, Jam. Ah. Or any of the Bloodlines heroes. There you go. Honestly. Because remember all of them? No. Name name one Bloodlines hero that made it. I can't. Hitman. That there you go. And <laughs> that, that that's it. And I no, I got nothing. And then okay, so well we're <laughs> we're on. So we are now back in Oakland, and he's ringing a doorbell, and he's talking to Mrs. Riley. Yep. And uh, finds out and wanted to talk about her daughter. Um, and he wants to beat up the people that took her. And she offers him breakfast. Uh, and that breakfast looks delicious. It so. does. He's master detectiving too, you know, because he's picking up on all the clues. Yeah, well, he's gay Batman. So what would you expect with a fight computer? Yes. Like, yeah, he is at a gay nightclub, and then he's being a detective. That's what gay Batman would do. That's what, exactly what gay Batman would do. So he's when he's not picking up, when he's not picking up. I mean, it's dudes, pretty he's clear. He's picking up like, clues, <laughs> but but should we really? I mean, <laughs> real Batman doesn't, you know, with women. So maybe, maybe Midnighter does uh, i'm not well, no, batman I'm not, don't no, maybe <laughs> i don't know i mean the comic said that batman clearly doesn't you know do that well right? i mean i mean that's why we started this whole journey right besides pride month yes yeah, so true. yeah well anyway so uh we're learning about amanda um the fight computer is going on he's investigating uh we're finding out and we're flipping the page and now he says he's going to work, and he's oh, this is clearly some crazy stuff. thrown somebody through a ceiling. Um, yeah, uh, like convenient. Yeah, it's a. I I don't know. Like this whole page, there's so much going on, but I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, aren't we glad ACO is back? Assuming that's how we pronounce the name there. Like I, yeah. it's just uh, the art is. I'm sorry to whoever the artist was last issue that I've already forgotten who is the fill-in artist, but this is a lot better. Oh, yeah. But obviously, you know, a series is in trouble when maybe there's a fill-in artist in the second issue. And I kind of give some credit to the inker here, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, and the colors, too, but mm -hmm. I mean... Oh, yeah, anyway. the, that whole top panel 
it's just like boom color color then that middle it's like color color boom, boom, boom. and uh yeah we've got whoever somebody got thrown through a roof he's looking like uh morty in an early episode of rick and morty when he fell off a cliff um, <laughs> this is exciting it's it's not looking good no and uh he asks if he's gonna kill him oh, of course he is you know so anyway he grabs him and they're talking about somebody's taking kids and yeah it's he's just kind of on a rampage um mm-hmm. and he hangs springs the guy up and okay it, um it's very cinematic it is very cinematic it's very disturbing oh yeah i mean if if somebody's messing with kids and you want answers i'm pretty sure this is a way to get them for sure yeah i mean it's more like a watchman character than batman what i don't want to get sued so let's not talk about the watch that's right okay moving watches them no one okay not even so now we are back and uh yeah um experimental gerontology it's exactly where i thought this book was gonna go exactly well they need raw materials uh talking about dealers and we've got a shot of multiplex um and uh they're in the god garden or the the wannabe god garden sure i mean it, it this is all making sense right this is a crystal clear story that requires no past knowledge or explanation beyond what's on the page looks like a cut rate willy wonka in his in his or <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> well anyway okay we are well we are moving on cut rate willy wonka is like hey raw materials want the girl i control the market price um he seems like a jerk oh totally and they're experimenting on somebody which is always good and midnighter is about to come in and take some people out yes and now we get another really cool page but i like the art but okay yeah it's a it's a very nice like the the la- the way it's laid out but it it's not as it's not as colorful as the last one <laughs> also like i have no idea what's happening um honestly like okay i don't so think midnighter anybody does butts in yeah midnighter busts in well you know i guess maybe we're not supposed to know because he's got the fight computer which means the fight computer predicts all the fights so he's just got it all figured out yeah because he says caskets for everyone yeah all right um and then he sees some guys running away and he says, Hey, I'll be right with you. So better than a short order chef. Yeah. Okay. Now he finds, Oh, okay. This must be Amanda. This must be what's going on. Oh, he gets down okay. there and okay. there's a little girl looks a lot like her mom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stuck in the machine. She just wants out of this thing. Get me and out of this crazy she's thing. She's not really trusting the guy that just murdered everybody in front of her. Yeah, I don't think I would either, out. honestly. <laughs> you say you're here to help me. And uh, he says, yeah, I did that, and they can't hurt you. Stand back. And she says, oh, but what about the old man in his costume guy? Holy exposition, Batman. What? Boom. And then we get a back to now. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
This is a crazy page of stuff. It's looking very spirally. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like a spiral. Yes, and Midnighter is just wrecking shop on whoever he's wrecking shop on, which would probably be the multiplex. Uh, multiplex. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of multiplex getting dead. Yes. He's Midnighter's multiflexing the multiplex. <laughs> well, we get to the next page and he says, I feel ref- I feel refreshed in you. And now I think, is that Willy Wonka there? And yep, it looks I, like in a different outfit. Yep. I think so. Cut right. Willy Wonka got his ass handed and, to him. Uh, <laughs> he says, I can't die in a monument to public transit. I'm just not ready for it uh, to be over. Is that wrong? Um, and uh, yeah. So he apparently stole something from the God Garden. and So here's a weird question for you, and maybe you can explain this to me. Where the multiplex was multiplex, like were all those clones all him? Yeah. And so he had hundreds like, of clones that were him. It's like evil Jamie Madrox. And Midnighter just killed like all of his clones. Apparently, that's that's amazing. I don't know if he killed him. I mean, for a guy that just made it like this is like Count Goku territory right here, right? Like, yeah, uh, you know, like appear at the end and then die at the beginning. Right. Like, right. Granted, I understand Count Goku was like in, you know, the cartoon Clone Wars and all that and blah, 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 blah. But if you just watch the movies, it's like he's a major villain. And then all of a sudden he gets dispatched right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the same kind of deal. I totally okay. understand. Yeah. So, well, there we go. Um, well, uh, he murders this guy. Um, and Straight he up. kills him after he begs. And yeah, he's dead. We even get a body, I think. Yes. Yeah. And we've got a squished head and uh, a big crotch. Like, this is so old school 80s, by the way. I love it when you write the uh, the noise of the, of the thing <laughs> happening but, right there. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I do I I personally enjoy it too. <laughs> it's like it looks cool. All right. Well, now he's home for a midnight snack, uh, and he's taking the little girl back home. Uh, Amanda's going to her house, um, and he shares that he was kidnapped and experimented on. Oh man. Yeah, and that's so they're having a touching moment there outside the house, and then he goes back through the door and leaves Amanda there at home. Pew bye deuces okay later i save your life i'm not going back for more breakfast yeah it, it's all good yeah i got things to do oh he does wah, have wah. things to do look at that <laughs> all right so he's uh washing all of his bloody stuff in a sink yep and uh he, which is a good excuse to get mostly naked yeah of course or we're not going to get all the way naked because it's a comic book yeah and uh, he's being hugged and long day at the office. And he says, sure, let's say that brains punched, not cards. And uh, he says, like, he's got brains all over himself. Matt, not Jason. I keep getting. Oh, it's Matt's Matt. The other guy. Yeah, yeah Jason's Jason's Matt. out. Jason's Jason, out. Yeah, Matt was on the dance floor. Yeah. Jason, Jason <laughs> just wanted to be friend. He got friend zoned real fast. But <laughs> real friend zone. Well, this like, I mean, to be. This seems to be more than friend zone, though. 
Well, like Midnight or friend zone, like Midnight or tagged him like with the GPS, and Jason's like, "No, sorry, too too much, too quick." Well, they're may alluding to a lot of things like about playing doctor and outpatient care oh, yeah. and things like that. And we flip the page. Uh, we get to later, so uh, we're we're way past whatever was going on there. We wouldn't want to show that in a comic yeah. book. Guys got too close. Got a got a flash forward. Now they're on top of this giant building. Yeah, it's kind of a cool looking building. And uh, Matt's like, I never come up here. And he says, uh, and there's Midnighter. So my great adventures have been on roofs. Or whatever <laughs> that means. And then they lie down on the roof. Okay. Roof. They're hanging out. Yeah, of course. It's a cool roof. Okay. Well, that's, you're moving the story right along. And now we get to Opal City. Okay. Uh oh. Oh, months earlier. This is. Who a... lives in Opal City? Uh. You've forgotten already. Uh, would it be Apollo? Yes, Apollo lives there, and. Midnighter. Jack Knight. Oh, Jack Knight. Who is? Midnighter. Wow. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> You're I making just... my soul hurt right now. I know. That's why I'm like. Uh... <laughs> I like Well, uh, anyway, months who, earlier. Who is it, Dan? Starman. Star. Oh, man. That movie was not so great. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You're right. It sucked. Oh, and then the comic book that they made after it didn't even tie into the movie. Well, now we're back. Uh, it's It's hard to tell who he is. It's Midnighter, but he doesn't have the cool haircut, so he's different. Oh, yeah. It's it's more like not Midnighter. By the way, I saw the haircut in real life, and so did you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was On weird. Saturday night, we saw the, the haircut in real life. Uh, yeah. I was like, who would ever have a haircut like that? And lo and behold, there here we are walking, and we see the haircut in real life. There so, it was. Not this haircut, mind you. No. The actual, the actual yeah, Midnighter haircut. haircut. The I'm clubbing haircut. This this haircut is like the I think I might be Bruce Wayne haircut. Yeah, this is the I I, I got a day job in accounting. <laughs> I need to yeah. I need to look good for that meeting. Hi, I, I'm Midnighter. I, I got to I got to put this icon in cornflower blue for you today, and it's uh, all good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're good. So, Andrew, uh, my entire life as an out man, it's all been defined by us. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like it's going to have a breakup soon. Yep. And you are correct. <laughs> yeah, he says, I don't know how to be me without you. He just doesn't know how to lose. Because he'll get destroyed by gay Superman. So, yeah, it's no good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, well, that that's rough. I feel like they keep bringing Apollo back for a reason. It, it feels like it. Like, why would you keep focus? Like, this comic's supposed to be about Midnighter, not Midnighter and Apollo, right? That's what I thought. But hey, you know, sometimes, sometimes you often bring back the past to get to the future. I see. Just like in you the movie. You would never do that when you're writing. I actually don't. Because <laughs> not well, I mean, I I don't in some books. I shouldn't say that. I I do in I I don't in my 
kids' books because it's confusing to the reader. In my more adult books, because it sometimes lends to the story and a, an adult audience can understand these things. But I don't do it as much as these <laughs> this team does. Boy, oh boy. Orlando loves to just keep jumping. It's like well, it's double dutch. One of the interesting thing is that um, the interesting thing here is that um, you, it's like you have to it's there's an assumption here and I get this right because it's a tough balance right you're also not usually um, writing books that uh, I don't want to say this you're not writing books that have a long history before them that you have to adhere to True. right um, so with that in mind I think you don't have to build in as much of this backstory that I'm whining about. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, I mean, for, for, well, I mean, and that's a difficult part too, for someone who's read a lot of the stuff. Uh, it, I would say anytime you're writing something that has a giant amount of backstory, you run, you run a tough, you're running a, a, a really tough game either for fan service or the folks who know, and they're hoping you're going to get it right. And they're going to be very judgmental on how crucial you are with the details. Right. Yeah. And if you've got multiple things that fit into these stories uh, that you're putting out there and every single issue and bringing all these characters in, it's going to be very, very difficult to service all the fans in that way. Uh, if you've got people like myself who have just jumped into the story and they don't know everything that's going on or all the players, uh, then there's a lot of sauce to get lost in. And if you don't have people to guide you along or you're not willing to do the research or you start to do the research, then you could fall down the inevitable rabbit hole that there is and start asking questions as to what, what, what wait, I'm lost here. What's going on? Yeah. How come this is, this is happening. This doesn't make any sense or why, but you know, Hey, I'm trying to enjoy it. <laughs> and you know, I'm a Legion of superheroes fan. So I probably know this better than anybody after reading all the research, right? Like how do you make us happy? It's literally impossible. I mean, you've got a superhero team with over, you know, 30, well, way more than 30, but usually like 25 to 30 characters on a team at one time that spanned since 1958. How in the world do you keep that fan base happy as a writer? Yeah. It's like there's, there's There's literally nothing you could do to please everyone. It's really going to be a difficult thing to do. Well, in this case, we have Apollo uh, floating in the sky. Yeah. Which is always a good Superman look. Yeah. Um, and he's like breaking up with him right there. That's breaking so it off. Great. Okay. Apollo is very attractive. I just want to add that. Uh, <laughs> here. So now we're uh, back to hanging out with Matt. And uh, back on the rooftop. I think Matt and I have a lot in common. Matt said when I was a kid, I used to play the radio to distract me until I could sleep. Bad reception, funny white noise, spent a lot of nights stuttering, chase Lawler tunes, except I wasn't listening to music. I was listening to either Mariner's Games or like Art Bell. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Art Bell and all uh, all the uh, the wild stories that would get spun. Oh yes, or, or TalkNet if you go way back in the day. Well, I had an AM transistor radio that I used mm-hmm. to hide under my pillows, um, so I could fall asleep. But yeah, that's there we go. And uh, anyway, yeah, he's like the fact that this gardener hid my life storyline and. Yeah, Matt's so forgiving. He's like, I don't care where you, who you are. You're fine. Okay. And Midnighter's like, we should rest. I'm sure that's that was the plan. We should rest. Define resting. Exactly. Well, tomorrow. Okay. So this story has been in the future. Yes. And the the past. In the past. In the and now Present? it's in the tomorrow in the tomorrow it's it's all over the place it's a, yeah it's a continuity string nightmare it's uh it's fun yes oh my gosh yeah. where are we at now we're we're in the tomorrow in the oh. northwest territories canada okay. so so let me just say yes tim seeley mm. okay yep tim seeley and 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 yes. Tim Seeley did something terrible. And he also did this with one of my favorite writers, Tom King. They made a character called Agent 37, Dick Grayson. Uh-huh. And a comic called Grayson. Yeah, because DC Comics got the great idea that they should unmask Dick Grayson as Nightwing. See, Nightwing just wasn't popular enough. He only had his own comic book. He was only in the Titans all the time. And just so not popular enough that they had to like unmask him and then make him an agent infiltrating Spiral. Hmm. So, turn so great. So turn, after we're done with this, I yes. would like you to read the twenty issues of Spiral. Okay. Or of a, I'm sorry, of Grayson. Okay. Uh, from 2015, I'm sure you'll love it. Okay. If I mean, I could try. I mean, it's it's but just you did it's, make it. You did make it nine issues into this book. It's 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 just it's just reading James Bond in a DC book, right? Oh, God, it's it, that's what they've done, right? I mean, that's that's what I gotta. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, like, I go back and forth between buying Batman books, right? And and now I've pretty much actually, stopped. Yeah. I am actually buying Tom King's. Uh, thing is tom king got it back right he won two eisner awards back to back years uh writing batman and now he's writing the batman and catwoman book and he's tom king's great you can't but you can't it just just goes to show like tom king's one of my favorite writers but you can't please everybody all the time right mm-hmm. um but i just felt this was a poor editorial choice right like nightwing i don't know it's it's like it's like when they killed wolverine and professor x you know in the movies right and then let's just get rid of nightwing it's like it's like you take things from my childhood and then you murder them on purpose right like you destroy them on purpose and guess what i've never bought a nightwing book again like they ruined the character for me um to the extent that i just look at the nightwing books and i'm like yeah no can't do it well i guess like i mean after reading the 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 books um a couple of these these issues it was like I shouldn't say James Bond. It's more like because he doesn't have all the cool the cool gadgets and stuff. He's more like a, um, a an actualized uh, 
Um, He's more Mission Impossible than James Bond, and then we have to compare him to Tom Cruise, which irritates me. Even no, more. no, I wasn't even going to go even... He's he's not even that. He He's like... He, he kind of is more... Uh, Oh man, why can't I think of the the character's name in my head? It's ah, Jason it. Bourne. Yeah, yeah, Jason Bourne. I figured you'd go there. I I felt like it was more of a Mission Impossible, just the way the story sets were but, set up. But not Jason Bourne in the in the movie, in the movies and stuff like that. But more like the Jason Bourne from the book series, where he's an actualized person. He comes back stateside. He takes jobs based off of people's needs and things like that, and okay. and it's like, oh, hey, this person needs it, it, it. It's if you've ever read them or if anybody else has, it's kind of like you take the concept of the A team, and you have the Jason Bourne character, and somebody out there needs help and is in trouble, but they don't know who to turn to because everyone is operating under some sort of you know whatever. And they reach out and they find he finds them, right? <laughs> or kind of like the Equalizer. Yeah, Jason, okay. like yeah. Jason Bourne of the Equalizer. Okay, well, Queen anyway, Latifah Equalizer. It all sucks. What? <laughs> well, the Grayson. Ah, ah! I thought you were knocking Jason Bourne of the Equalizer. Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. My thing. I know. Um, you know how I love the spy stuff. I know. It's uh, a joke. So, is that where Dexter comes in and kills all of them? Not yet. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, he's Agent 37, and he's got such a great identity going on, she's yelling Grayson behind you, so they, they all know who he is anyway. Yeah, everybody um, knows. Oh, good. Yeah, it's... And then uh, on the next page, uh, uh, Midnighter's holding his neck, and we get our first crossover in issue four. So way to establish that character, we're going to have a crossover. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, I mean, when you think about it, it's just, I mean, Grayson's just, he's, he's this is normal for him. He's... having crossovers oh no <laughs> i mean well maybe but yeah i mean i think that's pretty normal yeah that's pretty normal but I like also robin just... slash nightwing might be the king of crossovers yeah yeah i was gonna say like working with a batman man yeah he looks very batman-y in batman. this in this in this page with with the uh the the stubble and everything like that usually he's a very clean he's got a clean shaven chin line but right now he's very rugged are, are we going to discuss gay batman working with uh robin what about it's totally normal totally healthy <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it i mean they're adults they do what i didn't they want. say there was anything wrong with it i just said uh, are we are we going to discuss that like what like you want to write some fan fiction or something like that or <laughs> i don't think i'm the one to write that <laughs> you're not the one to write that it'd be really boring I, I, it's <laughs> be the most boring fiction ever. <laughs> Batman and Robin stare at each other from across the room. Things happen. The end. It would be it's very uh, exciting. Yeah, there you go. 
anyway, yeah, well, we're on. I, so honestly, like, I I feel like we ended a book. We ended book two with a with a character that was lost in book three, and, and we had no clue what uh, cut rate Willy Wonka really was doing <laughs> uh, with everything. Or how he was doing everything and yeah, why he was doing everything, except for the fact he was multiplex. But I didn't even pick up on that until the the oh the reveal when he gets his head smashed. So I mean, I was like, huh. cool, cool story, bro. Yeah. Um. And now we get Dick Grayson, which I mean. I, could be good. Could be good. So I'm I'm excited. Let's find out what happens next when we when we uh return for issue number four? Four. Yeah, number four. Yeah. Four. Count. With I had another, to learn counting. With another guest artist. Oh. Uh, another one? Uh, same same guest artist or a different guest artist? Different different guest artist. Wow. Maybe yeah, this way through the whole time. We're really, you know, this you can tell this was a high priority for DC Comics. Yeah. Uh, when we have uh, three artists and four issues. Wow. Well, it happens. Way People to are busy, folks. People are busy. We just can't wait for that to come in. That's right. Or we weren't ahead enough on the storylines to get the artists up and running. Yeah. Which can happen because. Yeah. There we go. Um, it's exciting. I at least we have the same writer. Yeah. I'll I'll let you decide whether that's a benefit or not as you keep reading. I will tell you next next time when we talk more Midnighter in from Russia with Grayson number four. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, grief. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know the 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 cover. I'm just looking at the cover. We'll discuss the cover later, but it definitely does look like a fanfic. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's just say that cover not my favorite art. Um, the interiors I thought in the next book were a little bit better. Interiors look really cool, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, but the uh, I mean, there's a lot of topless guys on the interior of the next issue so you know i mean could be worse i guess that's true could be worse well anyway um i think we're yeah um yeah you know the sad part is there's some steve orlando stuff i really like yeah just not this just not this i mean i I'm enjoying this. I I find it. I I find it. I find it. I keep coming back to it. So, uh, it's it's well, it can't be. I also kept buying it. So I mean, there you go. I mean, like it's not. It's it. I guess it's like when you want steak and you go to Sizzler, and they have the salad bar. And you're like, I could do a salad. And you just keep going back for plate after plate. Yeah, I mean. And now there's no more Sizzlers, but you <laughs> still want the salad bar. I guess that's one way to look at it. I, it's a very bad analogy, but it's very true. God, rest in peace, yeah. Sizzler. 
about. It's that's where we're at. So it's a story. We reviewed a story today. Yeah, that was a story. It wasn't my favorite issue number three. Not my favorite issue. <laughs> now, I mean, fortunately, this episode even is going to be. You know, it's weird because we didn't. This is not our favorite issue, but this is much more coherent than our Aries issue I just posted, um, where we were completely incoherent for like an hour. So, at least yeah, but our we're one having fan a good time a talking about Dan it. and Greg talking about a comic and and just mentioning we didn't like it. Um, so nice of us. I think you know when I'm saying I don't like a comic too, this is probably a good time to uh, introduce the creative team, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So we had. Uh, we, of course, had Steve Orlando as the writer, and then we had ACO as the penciler. We, we did like the art, though. Um, Hugo Petrus as the inker, colorist, uh, Fajardo, and letters by Jared K. Fletcher. So, you know, cool. Um, however, we're going to introduce the editors, Mark Doyle, Chris Conroy, and Dave Wildgoss, and uh, editors, editors, step it up here. <laughs> step it up I, I i i honestly think like i'm not horrified by the art here of the story but editor step it up help 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 our friend steve be a little bit more focused make and some editors choices. If we're having flashbacks like let us give us some freaking context to know what's going on so you can yeah. assume i've read every midnighter book in history yeah i mean like it, as from a writer's perspective i mean I, honestly like like i said i I enjoyed I enjoyed the art. I enjoyed the story to, for what for everything that it was. There was definitely some stuff in there that I was lost in that I, I wish there was more. Uh, for all the things that I didn't like, those are things that I will put into my uh, my little toolbox of things that I don't particularly want to do in stories that I write or work on with other people. And if I see it, then I'll make notes so that we don't make those same decisions that made me feel like this was frustrating yeah but, and and that's the thing that that other creators out there that are listening to this uh sometimes the best way if you like the best way to get an education is to read books the best way to to find out what you like and what you don't like is to pick up these books read them and see how the stories are told there's going to be a lot of good stuff and there's going to be a lot of bad things um and hopefully more bad, more good than bad. And those little things, those, the, those things that you, you enjoy, take those with you. And even those bad things, uh, don't toss them aside, put them in your, in your little toolkit. So you know how to make them better. Uh, you know, like flashbacks are not my favorite thing. And, uh, it was definitely something an editor told me a long time ago. Don't do too many of those types of things because you're just going to confuse the reader and make it very difficult for the artist for the reader and even for yourself to keep that continuity. And that yep. was something that I took, uh, took to heart and I just don't do it. And even in, uh, in books like starlight where we do do flashbacks, we really limit it and really make it a point to, to make the art look different a hundred percent and make the time shift look very, uh, you know, when there's a time shift, um, and I feel like in this in issue three of this book, there's a lot of things that I, I don't feel like we got in that sense. So that's what made it very tough. Yep. 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 And, you know, this thing is, too, like, 
I sound like I'm hating on Steve Orlando, but I don't hate Steve Orlando. Like I bought all sorts of Steve Orlando books. I just don't like this story. Right. And so again, it's just, and, and for the reasons you said, right, it's just very confusing and the back and forth and just the fact that we can't even like, when we're in the middle of doing it, identify like where or when things are. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just hard because he's got such a pool to pull from. He's, He's going into that well of information and trying to just trying to cram it into these 12 issues, I'm sure, and trying to give everybody their 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 little nuggets and their cherries. Or and he's their... being forced by editorial to have a crossover with Dick Grayson. Oh, yeah, that could be too. That could be true, too. And so I've got to like truncate my storytelling because now all of a sudden I have to have an artificial crossover, which seems like it's what's going to happen. But hey. I say we leave that for next week. Next week it is. So we got a DC implosion uh, uh, villain. Yeah. And uh, he died. Yeah. Dead. Lots of times. Many. And Willy Wonka died. Yeah. And Once. everybody dies. And so maybe Dick Grayson will die in the next issue. I don't think so. What? He's Dick Grayson. He Boiler. can't die. I No, I'm just saying he's Dick Grayson. He can't die. There, He's the cash cow right now. He is not the cow. In 2015, he's the cash cow. Can't uh, it, die. He was such the cash cow that they took. Anyway, okay. Hey. Well, you no spoilers. On that note, well, we had uh, we had almost naked guys. Yeah. We had uh, dead uh, multiplex guys. Yeah. And we had dead baddies and a rescued little girl. So by the end yeah. of the day, I just don't know what we're complaining about here. Agent 37, that's what you're complaining about. Ugh, Agent 37. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's a wrap for this uh, episode of Funny Book Forensics. I'm trying to turn it off. I'm trying.